and welcome back to another game episode of Uninformed Gamers. I almost messed that intro up, Chris. Always. I almost do the I, same thing every time. <laughs> uh, I don't know, because it's really not nerves, considering it's mostly just a conversation between you and I. But once that intro comes, it is hard to make that transition, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. <laughs> One of these days, we'll get we'll have like a, um, a sound bite just for that intro. That way, we don't have to do it anymore. Fair. We do need a sound bite. <laughs> to be fair, we could easily create one. It's because we're lazy that we don't. Um, <laughs> we're bad with technology, man. It's all right. Yeah, we're uninformed. Um, but yeah, I, I texted my brother. Uh, let's get right into the video game world today. I texted my brother uh, not a couple days ago, and I said I had finally beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which included every single bit of the DLC, as well as unlocking every single achievement. And I had, and I texted my brother Chris. I said, "Chris, I actually have thoughts on this because once I had complete the game, I felt weird. Have you? Has that ever happened to you? No." When I complete the game, I cleanse cleanse myself of it. <laughs> I, I I don't know, but I guess after that 175 hour mark, I'm like, I have spent so much time. I've been playing as this character every single day for months now. And going to the DLC, you learn more about the character, obviously. You get an opportunity to develop the skills. And I was able to do literally everything in the game. But once I unlocked that final achievement... I looked at the map, every single objective was complete, every boss was taken care of, every quest was turned in, every ability was maxed out, and I just sat there, I'm like, so this is it. <laughs> is Are you feeling like relief that it's over, or are you like... I, I think it's more a bit of sadness, actually. I'm kind of sad that I'm leaving such great characters to never <clears throat> revisit them. And I, I don't know if it's because of like, the Stockholm syndrome where they have been my captors this entire time mm -hmm. or, or if I'm, or if, because I told, I also told my brother that once I beat Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that would be the last game I play before I upgrade my consoles. Right. Um, so I think it was also kind of just a goodbye, not only to um, Cassandra, but also to the fourth generation of consoles, the Xbox one um, and the PlayStation four was also a goodbye to that. And how long have we been in this console generation, this past console generation, Chris? Seven or eight years. Yeah, it's been it, it's been a basically lifetime, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that's probably why I felt weird because once I finished it, I I knew it was time to move on. I knew that it was time to go to the next thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was weird for me when I was like putting away the the xbox one yeah <laughs> for the first and last time because <laughs> <laughs> i have i have like that um i have the special edition one i have the uh project yeah. scorpio one and fancy yeah yeah and so i i plan to keep it for a while and maybe eventually sell it as like a collectible or something um but yeah no it was it was strange when i was like well this is i have no more use for you i've got i've got to move on to bigger and better things <laughs> And personally, I, I really do, and I don't know what it is, because it's not like these next generation is this big old upgrade. It's not like we can't go back. 
and play these older games. I guess it's just because I've had that console through so many moves just to realize this is going to be the last time I ever move it. I, I don't know. It was just sad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so after I had um, beat it, I, I literally was just like, I, I tried to start a couple different games and it just was like, well, I think to me, I guess it was the perfect goodbye. It was the perfect goodbye to a console. I finished up. I'm the last game I ever played on that console. I maxed out every achievement. I spent the most time in that game, but I spent the most time with my Xbox and, I don't know. I guess it's just we're moving on to the next big thing, I suppose. Um, Time. But yeah. But while I was uh, um, checking the marketplace, I came across Sims 4, which, if you have, well, we're going to talk about this, which, if you have EA Play or if you have Xbox Game Pass, you will have um, Sims 4 available to you. I don't know if there's a PSN equivalent. Um, One of our commenters, um, feel free to send us a message or retweet us on our Twitter page and let me know if, if PSN does have it. But I was looking at Sims 4 and I'm like, this seems, I remember playing this game as a kid. It was so much fun. It looks so great. And you know, I think this would just help me bide my time until I get the next console. Well, because our phones are listening to us, I get a news article about the Sims 4. And Chris, do you have that news article conveniently near you? Ooh. Uh, actually, probably can get it in half a second here. Yeah, if if not, I I can also go ahead and pull it out. But the headline for the news article is how much the Sims Four cost in twenty twenty one, and the reason it had that particular headline was not because of oh well the Sims is now free because you can get it on your streaming. No, it was focusing on the concept, and we kind of hinted at this last week when we we're talking about the EA acquisition. Mm-hmm. EA has taken The Sims and has turned it into this microtransaction kid. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's EA. We knew it was bound to happen. But here's what the article said. Oh. The Sims 4 smacked fans with a release when it was re- released the base game for $49.99 USD or 50 bucks even. Okay? Mm-hmm. But here, here was the kicker. When they released that game, they released a very, very bare-bones type of game. Think... Um, um, what is that game we always talk about that has the space and unlimited planets? Oh, uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, think No Man's Sky at its very, very core, okay? Mm-hmm. Very, very, very um, bare game, not a whole lot to do. But then, like EA, they added some DLC. The first DLC was titled the Get to Work DLC. This pack adds your careers of doctors, detectives, and scientists. It allows you to create and run your own business and build new skills that are career-oriented. This first DLC, Chris, um, in, in most cases nowadays, isn't most DLC usually free in some capacity? Yeah, there most DLCs, there are a lot of free DLCs. Um, yeah. It, it, it can include very like basic stuff, but I, the most I've ever seen typically with DLCs is like, unless they're doing like basically a new game with it, like in it for example like monster hunter world it's normally around like 30 bucks yeah 30 bucks that sounds about right because you're because monster world is a massive game and you're actually adding on a whole different type of game here and um so that makes plenty of sense but the sims 4 to add again your careers of doctor detective and scientist it's 39 dollars and 99 cents chris oh yeah yeah i'm looking at that article right now get to work 39.99 
<laughs> the next one for the DLC they released was the Get Together. This pack allows players to create and join clubs, engage in social events with other Sims, and learn to dance with the DJ. This yeah. costs thirty nine dollars ninety nine cents USD. Yeah, this... I'm like scrolling through this article, and it seems <laughs> to be like a reoccurring thing. I just see thirty nine ninety nine, thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Well, luckily it does get better because they do do an outdoor um, outdoor retreat um, DLC pack. And this pack includes the Granite Falls map as well as camping, stargaze, and campfire activities. This one was only $19.99 USD. Um, the next one, uh, which is called the Dine Out. This allows players can open and manage restaurants as well as dine out and try new food. So it allows your sim to go to a restaurant. It allows your sim to go to McDonald's and come back home. This one was only $9.99. And at the very end of the article, it said that if you wanted to buy every single DLC, um, it would cost you $749.67. Yeah, that's insane. That's that's well that's way over what any sort of game should include, like do DLC wise. Like, I'm curious as to like, I don't know how long The Sims 4 has been out. I feel like it's been a while. Okay, um, I can... But I'm curious, like, how often these DLCs were coming out. Um, well, The Sims has been the Sims 4 has been out since 2014, so it's been six years. Okay, so, like, that's that's a, that's a lot of money over six years. That like, is... most, <laughs> most games, like, most game developers only work on a game, like, once every... Um, <laughs> so like a game like all right let's look at it this way so like a game takes anywhere from three to three to five years to be developed um so they've they are like just pushing essentially just dlcs for the game and they're pushing it out faster than most people can create can create a single game so like I just don't. <laughs> I don't get where the. I don't get where that thirty nine ninety nine price tag is coming from. There's no way that it has that much polarizing stuff in it. And I'm curious to. I would be curious to talk to someone that, like, is an avid Sims player. Um, I know there's a bunch of like streamers out there that love Sims and different gamers that do love the Sims. And I'm curious if they're buying every single one of these things. Like, oh yeah, I I need this. Because it seems like they're getting like kind of ripped off in a way. A hundred percent, they're getting ripped off. That because again, this game came out six years ago, going on seven years ago. Yeah, these are the prices of that DLC now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also absurd. Like they're, <laughs> they, like I the good point because I didn't even think about it. That the, the DLC <laughs> never dropped in price. Now, mind no. you, it's not like. I can see, I can understand it a little bit why it wouldn't drop because it's not like it like for example you say you're playing Destiny you like a new DLC comes out the old one that usually goes down because that that content is going to make the other content almost irrelevant a lot of yeah. the time but for Sims that stuff never becomes irrelevant because of the type of game it is yeah but so at the same time that's absurd but still either yeah. way yeah, if you're adding just like three new careers, why am I paying you ten dollars per career? <laughs> I am paying you ten dollars per career, Chris. You could honestly, uh, and you've built computers. I have not. Mm -hmm. Could you build a moderately decent computer for seven hundred and forty-nine dollars and sixty-seven cents? 
Yeah, that's a that would be a, like a like middle of the road computer. Not not terrible. You can build a middle of the road computer, buy The Sims Four, go on vacation. It wouldn't be a long vacation, probably a weekend gig, but who knows? <laughs> and come back, and you would still be less off than if you bought all The Sims DLC. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, that's 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 insane. Yeah, that's that's abuse. <laughs> <laughs> EA, there's that EA abuse again. Yeah, that's 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 excessive. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of this, while we're talking about EA. So you you told me to go out and um, download NHL and give that. A I shot. did. So I did download NHL 20 and I did play it. Oh, what? Tell us your thoughts. What's your review? So I did like the game. Um, it was it was genuinely good. Um, it was it was actually fun. Like, cause I don't know because I never really played it before. So I did have fun, but God damn, was it hard. <laughs> so like at first, like I did, I did the tutorial just to learn how to shoot because I was like, all right, if I learn how to shoot, I can probably figure out the rest of the stuff. And, and what, for the most part, NHL I did. did you, which NHL did you download? NHL 20. Okay. So the brand, so the newest one. No, no, there's one more ahead of it. Oh, cool. Okay. Continue. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't feel like dealing with whatever they were going to dish out because i think you can only get play for 10 hours if you downloaded the newest newest one so i was like all right i'll just download nhl 20 and see if i like it so i i so i like i said i just did the tutorial to learn how to shoot and i was like okay i think i got it so i went into just like a like a like an ex, an exhibition match and just just to like just standard play just against the ai um and all right there's so like in hockey there's like a i don't know what it's called it's a face-off or something where at the beginning of the game they drop the puck and you have to try and grab it and pass it to your teammate so i had no clue how to pass that thing at first uh, i was like all right so i just lost um then uh then like i like i'm like shooting around i fucking like i got like i got penalized twice and so if you get hit with the wrong type of penalties in hockey, you get thrown in the box. So by like in the first two minutes of the game, I had two of my characters in the penalty box. So they had a power play going on me. So I was down. It was a, it was a 5v2, a 5v3. I'm sorry. It was a 5v3 for the first like two for like, it, I forget. I think I was in there for my, my guys were in there for like three or four minutes. It was a long time. Um, so I'm sitting there. I actually somehow, while like, as soon as all, both of those guys went to the box, I, I scored my first goal <laughs> during a power play <laughs> that was against me. I was like, yes. And they hadn't scored yet. Uh, then I, so like hockey is only a three quarter game. So I get through the first quarter. I was the only one to score. I was like, okay, cool. I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, second quarter. They came out, it's firing. He's, he scored on me twice in the second quarter. I was like, oh shit. Oh no, this is not good. Um, <clears throat> then I, I would like, I learned how to get better with passing and trying to set up for, um, like you had to like audible for like to set up plays and stuff. It was, it was a little challenging, but I understood what they were doing. It'd be kind of hard to, it'd be kind of hard to like not do it that way because of how hockey works. Um, and eventually, I was able to score two goals in a row, 
and then I ended up winning the game. But damn, was it a fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I, I guess it being kind of like a fight adds the level of competitive competitiveness of the game. Yeah. Uh, overall, would you recommend it? Honestly, yeah. I if if you like hockey and you've never played one of the games, I would I would I would actually recommend playing it. I thought I thought it was actually pretty well done. And um, did you choose your hockey team with the Seattle Penguins or whatever? No, no, no. It, the, uh, so I, if I could have, I would have chosen the uh, <laughs> the Seattle Krakens, um, but they are oh, not well. out yet. They so they don't um, they don't technically have a team yet. Like they have a team and a name, but I don't think they have players until the draft. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And so I, they might be in the twenty uh, NHL twenty one version of the game, but um, I'm not sure. Okay, well that's fair. And well, once they get the twenty twenty version, you can play as your uh, Seattle Penguin Crackers. No, Crackers. no, no, no. Crackers. <laughs> but Penguin until crackers. then, I I had to represent Ohio, and I played the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> hey, come on, Columbus! Happy to see. You. Have you ever been to a Columbus Blue Jackets game? I have not. I've been to a Lake Erie Monsters game in Cleveland, but not the Columbus Blue Jackets. I've been to a Lake Erie Monsters game in Cleveland as well, not the Columbus Blue Jackets. And every because I used to drive for Uber, and they would have the uh, games let out, mm-hmm. and people were people were having they were like they were having a great time. Oh, the hockey is fantastic. I I, I actually really like the sport. Um, oh no, it, it, too much. It, too cold. I'm good. Plus, I have to go in the park. <laughs> Because <laughs> honestly, if I have to go park anywhere and it's gonna have any layer of difficulty for me, I'm not going. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's that's all sporting events. Um, I used to get free tickets to it, so yeah, um, must be nice. Yeah, yeah. It was before COVID and all this stuff, so we, I, well, we no longer get those. <laughs> and back in my reality, if somebody gave me a free ticket, I would get all the way there and realize it's fifty dollars to park. Darn it! <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. You you, you don't yeah. do that. That's bad. Uh, normally, twenty twenty is usually event parking price. Yeah, unless I think you, 20... unless you do valet. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on the valet, but that was the reason why. I... <laughs> but we'll talk about the reason I didn't go to Chicago. Only, the, literally, the only reason I did not go to Chicago for like a little art trip and to see a couple um, stand up comedy shows and to try out the culinary scene was because all of the hotels I was looking through required you to pay it apart and i said i'm just not gonna go to chicago <laughs> fair fair very like, fair perfectly fine spending two three four hundred dollars for a hotel budgeting like 400 bucks for a weekend but if it's 20 dollars parking i'm not going <laughs> <laughs> that i can't argue with it it's good logic because it's, yeah. it's kind of insane you like you're paying to like be at a hotel and then they're like yeah you got to pay for your own parking too well all right, Dick. <laughs> well, what you call you? You know, you know, Las Vegas hotels. What they do, right? No. Well, the Las Vegas hotels were like, you no. Know, people would say, "Oh, the Las Vegas hotels are no- notoriously cheap. You can go there and get a, you can be there for a week, and you only have to pay like less than two hundred bucks." And so people would go to these Las Vegas hotels, and they would see that the price was indeed twenty dollars per night, whether you're at the um, the the Carlton. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't really know the MGM, mm-hmm. um, the Grand Casino, you know, the Circus Circus. Uh, the prices would actually be $15, $20, $30 per night. So the, what, once you go ahead and you book the amount of days you want to book and you do the checkout, they don't tell you each hotel has hotel fees of like $70, $80 per ah. night. Ah, that's tough. So yeah, so it's still, it ends up being the exact same price as like a, a traditional hotel. 
even though I, I think it's I think it's still a little bit cheaper to stay in Las Vegas than like most places that yeah. you'd want to be. Um, but that's how they get you. It's not actually thirty dollars. They're tacking on all these additional fees behind it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. that almost sounds like that should be illegal. Like, come on, man. I'm like staying at your hotel. You could at least provide the parking. <laughs> yeah, like hotel fees. Well, I didn't ask you guys to build this. Why do I gotta pay a fee for it? <laughs> right. Like most of the hotels I've stayed at, I've never had to pay for parking at the hotel. Um. I've been quite lucky with that. I've stayed at quite a few hotels. Well, because I've actually switched from hotels to Airbnbs. Right, so right. if I'm going somewhere and I have to stay at a hotel, you, and well, you know, I, the last time I actually had to pay for a hotel out of my own pocket, because usually my company pays for me whenever I travel on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I had to pay out of pocket is when I took the Jeep, the your Jeep Wrangler uh, Limited Rubicon. I did took it to New Mexico. And the hotel that I was staying in required you to park on site. But one of the things I do find kind of funny is, okay, you guys are you guys have this parking lot or whatever, mm-hmm. and you have you have the gate and you have all your um, cameras or whatever. Right. And I'm paying you to park here. I don't need you guys to say we don't guarantee your car's safety. Because now I'm sitting here and I'm like, then what did I pay for? That's <laughs> right. I, I paid for a. <laughs> A token for essentially my my uh, car to be on this token spot in the in the in the damn parking garage, and you guys aren't gonna like protect it. <laughs> yeah, I paid for the opportunity to see who might have stolen my car on your 1992 camera from Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> that was strangely specific. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, but. Speaking while we were talking about the text message, there was an interesting article that um, you sent me, Chris, about uh, Elon Musk. Oh yeah, good old Musk. I love and what Musk. was what what did he say? Uh, that he was gonna he tried to sell um, uh, Tesla to Apple, but I mean, oh, wait, 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 no, wait, what did, what did I send you? Hold on. Yeah. Oh. Elon Musk oh yeah, yeah, Apple. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, right he, yeah, he was trying to sell um, Tesla to Apple, and Apple said, nah. <laughs> Apple was like, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I was like, well, all right. <laughs> I honestly yeah. wouldn't want them to own them anyways, because they're just going to make nah. it even more expensive. Oh, um, yeah. They're gonna bo- They're both going to make each other more expensive. Yeah. They're going to have, like... Tesla branded iPhones and it's going to be like $2,000 to start. If any company I would trust to do it, the only like big billion, like billion trillionaire company like that, that I would like to do it would be Microsoft. They're the only ones yeah, that I would Microsoft. actually trust with it. Cause they're, they're pretty at this point, um, both in gaming and their, like their software and their uh, hardware, they're, they're pretty user-friendly actually. They're like, they're not trying to just completely gouge people. No, I think that they're, I think that Microsoft is able to set like the standard of what things should cost. Yeah. Because at one point they were the biggest, at one point Mm -hmm. they were large, at one point they were the most technologically advanced. So they were able to set the standard and most people traditionally, because I don't know of too much that's going to undercut Microsoft because Mm -hmm. most things can't. Right. Um, but we do know plenty of things that overcut Microsoft and, and they try, but at the end of the day, Microsoft is still going to outsell because of that price value. For sure. For sure. 
value is key in the sales world. Um, yeah. Speaking but, of speaking of value, uh, I don't uh, know if you saw this, but did you see the the KFC console? I did see the KFC console. It's real. Okay. I. <laughs> I don't. It's 2020. I don't know what you. I'm not surprised by anything anymore. <laughs> Bro, all right, all right. So listen to this. Listen to these specs. Um, it is VR ready. Yep. Intel powered PC capable of 4K ray tracing, gameplay up to 240 frames per second, and a chicken chamber that will keep your chicken warm as you game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sent you the article. This is yeah, IGN. This yeah. is IGN. That I'm, I'm, I seriously, I saw it like two days ago, and I was like, "This is obviously a joke." Like I like I, looked at the date. I was like, "It must be April Fools." And I was like, "No." I think I think KFC is trolling you. I a hundred percent. I think that dude. Was, I think it is too. But it's like. They're gonna release it on April first, uh. <laughs> dude. IGN is even saying it's real. Like I, I really don't know. I, I feel like it is fake. I really I, do. But I like, like, I, I honestly, Chris, I think that they're just trolling because of how big and uh, Sony and Microsoft are because of the uh, consoles. I think that they're because KFC does troll. They most certainly troll. They are not about <laughs> it. And could you imagine, like? developers getting the kentucky fried chicken kit <laughs> <laughs> listen 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 to this look at listen to this how they worded this never risk letting your chicken go cold again <laughs> thanks to the patented chicken chamber the description reads utilizing the system's natural heat and airflow <laughs> system you can now focus on your gameplay and enjoy hot crispy chicken between rounds <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is hilarious! Like, I, dude, I don't, I don't know what to think, but they're, they're saying it's you. real. Like, I don't know if IGN and KFC are in this to troll us, but they are, I, they are one hundred percent saying it's real. I, I think that KFC most certainly did say it, but I don't think like, uh, I don't think they're actually going to go ahead with it. I think it's just kind of like, what are the best specs we can possibly put together? The great, the greatest uh, con- quote unquote console. They put it together and they're like, it's real. We're going to release this on April 1st. <laughs> or what they're going to do is they're going to be like, if you and your family buy a hundred buckets of chicken, we'll send out one of these KFC consoles. <laughs> <laughs> the colonel's going to get his piece. <laughs> well, just, just looking at those specs though, what do you think it's going to cost? I don't know. Because it's such a niche, weird, like it's niche, but it's also like, it, based on the specs of 240 frames per second, uh, VR ready, 4K, 4K ready, and all that stuff. Um, I don't know because it does, that's expensive. Like 4K v, ray tracing, yeah. 240 FPS. It's it's got to be somewhat powerful. Um, I I haven't really gotten like a deep dive of it because I still think it's fake, and I there's not a full like uh, list of like its full specs out there yet. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm curious what, like, I'm, I'm guessing we'll see it in the next six months if it is real, like the full, full spec sheet and everything. Um, or someone will come out and have, will have data mined and leak it, you know, cause they love doing that. Um, but 
like if I had to guess, it's it's probably gonna be like nine hundred bucks. It would be like eight ninety nine. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Chris, but I'm I'm the I'm, the KFC article. The first thing I do when I go to these articles, I read the comments. Yeah. And somebody asked, but can it play cyberpunk? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just like the it's like the old question. Uh, what was that's, it? That's the whole question. Can it play cyberpunk? Ah oh, man, what was that game? Which <laughs> uh, can? There was a there was a game that came out years ago, and it was it was honestly just badly optimized, and so oh, it ran okay. like shit on every every PC that ran it. Oh um, okay. And there was always the question, but couldn't play this game. I cannot remember for the life of it, me right now what the name of the, name of that game is. Um, but let me do a quick show. play Crisis. Yeah, I said Crisis. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crisis, Crisis. But can it play Crisis? <laughs> can it play Crisis? But it's, it's, it's also funny that you say that because Crisis is also when it runs well. At one point, Crisis had like the best graphics of it was rated as having the best yes. graphics uh, yes. for like five or six years running. Yeah, there was there was nothing comparable. It was like no. it was like that jump from like standard SD like black and white to like <laughs> to like full HD 4K. It'd be like doing that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, well, and it it was it it was absurd. It was a really it was really cool to see like something capable of taking. Uh, advantage of like full like really expensive hardware uh because like you had to have a crazy machine to run that game it just oh, it yeah. just would it would just trash out on every other game other, yeah, other I, I think i think the kfc bucket will be able to definitely play crisis but now i'm sitting here i'm thinking because uh we'll get back to talking about um elon musk and, and um apple in a moment but i keep sitting here thinking i'm like microsoft really should now buy kentucky fried chicken <laughs> At this point, you ain't got a choice. <laughs> uh, well, it, to, it is more of a PC. It's going for the PC market, I think. Yeah, and, and Microsoft is going to be like, hold up, and they're going to buy Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's going to be called Microsoft's Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> and there's going to be a KFC logo on every computer sold. Oh, my God. It, it's um, such a, like, this is the either the biggest troll ever. And it's just funny. Or this thing could come out and actually be a legit contender. <laughs> I, I hope it comes out to be a legit contender. I truly hope that. Because the more we have in the market, it's only better for us. Mm -hmm. If it's real, how much do you think it is? I said 900 899 Oh, Again, I think they're trolling. It's it, They're going to try to sell it for 299 I think they're trolling. <laughs> if, it has, if it has the type of hardware capable of running 240 FPS and ray tracing, there's no way if it is real, it would be two ninety nine. There's no way, it's too it'd be too expensive. It, it's going to be uh, two ninety nine, and they're going to release it, and they're going to have an extra side of fries with it. <laughs> Again, I, I I'm I'm going to tell you it's a troll thing. I don't care what is being said. Uh, <laughs> it's troll. Uh, but let's go back to the um, Elon Musk and Apple. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Elon, at, at the time, Tesla was um, in kind of bad straits. They were kind of running low on money. Yep. Because most people don't know this, Tesla really is not the most successful company. Yes, they are valued very highly, but they really didn't have a whole lot of money on hand. So at one point, I think right before they released the Model 3, they really were burning money. And so yeah, for sure. Elon Musk 
I guess, sent an email to or walked to Tim Cook. I don't, I don't know how billionaires talk to each other. Um, and said, would you like to, or he, Elon Musk reached out to Tim Cook's team and said, would you like to buy Tesla? And t- I think Tim Cook said, no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> he, says, he, says, he says, we're good. I and, have a feeling. Then- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. As I, I have a feeling it's around the time that they were looking into the Apple car and they were like, nah, we got our own solution. And no, then, we got our own. Then yeah. they realized building cars is hard and expensive as hell yeah yeah so so you do you think that apple should reconsider that deal with elon musk i i think they should to a point um so because it's now been out like now it's it's now out they like the the teslas are out they have they have their own like um uh car uh manufacturing sites and everything so if they they now if if app since apple said that they're not doing their apple car well at least we heard rumors that they abandoned the apple car this and they seriously want to invest in that world uh if they if elon is even still interested they should they should go down the path if he's even interested anymore i don't know if he actually is yeah, I think that now since um, Tesla's valuation went past five hundred billion dollars, I think they're I think they're back. I think they're on the proper trap uh, track for success. Um, I don't think Elon needs the deal anymore, and I think that's probably why he's talking about it because he knows he doesn't need it. Right. But when it comes to Apple acquiring a company, and Forbes article came up and it says that um, Apple should buy Ford. And that one was a little bit of a weirder one. And it, and it talked about how Apple prides itself on being an American company and having American values, even though they don't build their phones here, but that's neither here nor there. Nope. And no factories, uh, no company uh, is more American than Ford is. So they felt like it would be a match made in heaven, considering one of the major things that Ford is dinged on almost exclusively was their infotainment system being notoriously bad at one point no seriously at one point ford actually had a partnership with microsoft for their infotainment system and it just it was just not a good infotainment system they found that they really did not pair up together mm-hmm. so do you think apple would should acquire a company like ford which has it's a the top three in america yeah it has a lot of money has a lot of factories and already has a very dedicated fan base if they think they can afford it and not run the brand into the ground so like they they have to like they have to keep the the car people in charge like they can't they can't start like well we bought ford and then we're now gonna like put um this guy from uh our our engineering division in charge of the the car manufacturing site you can't do that right. so it, it Obviously, I would I would imagine they would never try and do something so stupid, um, but that would that would be like the biggest thing. And also, if they can even if they can afford it, I, I think we we spoke about it. And you said they can. It's just I I like I believe you said it was like it'd be about eighteen percent of their yeah it was, yeah it was about eighteen because the article said that um, Apple has roughly two hundred billion dollars of cash ready to go. Whereas four is only worth like thirty six or thirty eight billion dollars, so that was about eighteen percent of their 
uh, liquid cash on hand. Yeah. So uh, it it really it would come down to a business decision of whether they really think that they'll get more customers if they like buy Ford. Like I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure what they're like. Of course, they're just going to implement the like iOS software and like that dashboard and everything. Right. Um, like to be able to like fully support it and uh, CarPlay and all that stuff. But like, I'm I'm not sure where the payoff's going to be because uh, in the times we're in right now, people aren't buying cars that, as much. So mm-hmm. like, they're worrying about whether they're going to make their next like rent payment or food right now. Not not about getting a new car. So no, I, you, I don't know. You have a very good point, and uh, we talked about it. It did kind of seem like that seemed like a major purchase for Apple, even though yeah. Apple does make major purchases. $36 billion for a car company. I, I don't think just looking at the numbers, unless they can determine that for them to research, build, and actually get a car at a dealership to be sold, unless they realize it would cost them more than $38 billion, which I don't necessarily know if that's true. I don't know. I've never built a car. Right. But I know there are car companies that are significantly smaller who do the same thing. So that's why I suggested instead of Apple buying Ford, Apple should buy a car company that does not have the biggest um, market and market share. Um, well, it's at least in the United States, right? It doesn't have the biggest market share who already has a um, support system already has dealerships. And I said that Apple should buy Mitsubishi because when was Chris, you currently know what the Mitsubishi models that are currently being sold today are. Uh, maybe the Milano. Is that still a thing? The the what? Never mind. Nope. Mirage. Mirage. <laughs> no. Then I have no clue. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Mitsubishi Mirage is still being sold. It's that little tiny, um, little tiny box thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah. So it's the Mitsubishi Mirage. It is the uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse Crossport uh, crossover, and the Mitsubishi Outlander, the same Mitsubishi we had when we were in Las Vegas. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those are the those that's it that is the only three cars they have and i'm like if you're somehow surviving in this market with just three cars i that's that seems like you really don't have a whole lot of money left on hand yeah that's that's probably true that mitsubishi is actually just more popular i would imagine overseas yeah uh, not here and and Mitsubishi, Mo- like Mitsubishi, is a massive company. They don't yeah. do just motors; they actually do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, gas, oil, tech, engineering, environment. And so the motors part, they said was like probably less than ten percent of what Mitsubishi actually does. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they don't really probably care much about their, um, their automotive part of the industry. Though I mean, they probably, probably care a bit, but like, it's not where it's not their cash cow. See, it? I would think like. I would think like if I if I was Mitsubishi and I had like all these uh, my hands and all these other industries that are making me money, I would just kind of just make Mitsubishi like the weird cool brand. Like, hey, let's just throw all of our stupid ideas at this and see what works. Yeah, yeah. They used uh, to do that. They they built yeah, they, a TV once. Um, yep. Yep, they sure did. They made like a, it was like a plasma or something, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. The thing was huge. It was thick. This is when the the TVs were thick in the back. Oh um, God, I hate those days. Yeah, they built some sound systems in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mitsubishi, they have had their hand in a little bit of everything. They they make um, large uh, size trucks, like box trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I looked at the valuation of Mitsubishi and it was only five billion. That's that's much more doable than than Ford. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Apple could so that's like having two hundred bucks in your pocket and using five to buy an ice cream. That is reasonable. Yeah, for sure. I, I know people are gonna be like, You're buying ice cream and you only have two hundred dollars. Screw you, I do what I want. <laughs> but five billion dollars I felt would be a little bit more reasonable. But then well, as I was as I was sending you this information, I had another idea. Instead of Apple buying another car company, why don't they just partner with a car company and bring like an a, an older brand back? Like partnering with Toyota and Apple can like work with them to bring a Scion brand back where yeah. they share the cost, they share the research and development, um, and they'd make a partnership 51, 49 kind of deal. <clears throat> At least until I guess Apple can like get its grooving and then they would take over the whole subsidiary of Scion and continue going. Um, yeah. But that they have um, plenty of options available to them and if they're going to choose to do it. The Scion, the Apple edition. <laughs> they they also there's a couple car companies they can bring back. They can bring back Pontiac, the Pontiac Apple. Um, the, <laughs> I hate uh, that name. The Saturn iPad Air. <laughs> oh my god all right um, the american motor company i car <laughs> <laughs> i like that one that one works <laughs> silly but but yeah overall i think like yeah, i don't necessarily know if it would be the best idea if i actually i like the partnership idea more because it makes the most amount of sense to me yeah for sure yeah i i could see a partnership more than them just straight up purchasing um, yeah. Um, in the video game world, real quick, did mm -hmm. you see that they have released, not necessarily released, uh, potential leaks of the new Harry Potter role playing game? Yeah. You, uh, I think yeah, it's it like bully type. And how do you feel about that? I like it. I actually, I actually really like that, that bully uh, game. I thought it was really cool. See, my problem is, is that I didn't want it to be something that we've played before. Okay. Well, it may, like, so it may play, like, maybe that's, like, how you do, like, the dialogue and all that stuff, but, like... Well, there, well when I was reading the, the, the quote, again, this is leaks, we're not confirming anything. When I was reading the leaks, it was talking about how, like, if you were to walk past the person, you can taunt them or compliment them, and I'm like, but why would I do either of those? Yeah. Well, well, if you want yeah. to be a slipper, you're a slipper <laughs> and each other. But I don't want to be a dick. I mean, I would, I would talk to them all. I, I don't you, know. I, I, I like because I, because I, I loved Harry Potter, so I like, I would love to like try and form those relationships or get those enemies, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> is usually what I do. <laughs> right. Um. So I would, I would do it, but I don't know. I, I. I'm cur I would I'm curious to see a game pl gameplay of it. Like and yeah. I'm I'm assuming we're going to see that uh in 2021 early like I'm saying probably first quarter. Um, yeah. I assume we're going to see it pretty soon. First quarter, second quarter. Uh second quarter is the latest I would imagine cuz this game's been in development for a long time. Yeah, it most certainly has and um even what we we talked about the issues that um I have <laughs> 
with uh, J.K. Rowling about right. um, Harry Potter series, but uh, that's on a previous episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen to them all, and you'll find it. <laughs> but um, I, I want to really see. I want to see people this game in people's hands, and for them to tell us what it's actually like, because this game could be absolutely huge. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be a cash cow if if they're able to. Um, if they're able to intrigue enough people, like you're gonna need to intrigue yeah. several different types of gamers, because um, you're gonna you're gonna pull the people automatically that love Harry Potter, like it's yeah. just a given. Like they're if 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 they aren't playing like like say say this game only comes out on console, I believe it's coming to PC as well. But for right. some reason, if it were to just come to console, they would buy a console to play that game because they love Harry Potter. That's right. just how that is. They're, they're, that those is avid fans like that will do that. But then you also need to pull more of the hardcore gamers. You need to pull just a few of them. Not not that many. Uh, the casual gamers would probably pick it up. They'd probably like it. Um, just for like something for like a story and um, just to shoot some magic off. I mean, who doesn't like magic? <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoy my magic. But I just, I again, I don't want it to be like necessarily a bully type game because... I don't yes. know how much variation there was in that, but I would love to see more of a, and I don't know if it's time for us to like start like this new kind of RPG style, but I wanted this to feel like more like it's my character. Like I feel like more direct, like feel for this. I don't want it to be just some short story, very shallow type game. Yeah. 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 You want, you want to feel like this is you in the game and you want yeah. to feel like you're really experiencing the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to feel like this is exactly what I've been waiting for when it comes to this kind of video game. I want it to, I want to feel all of it. Yeah. I, so I, I hope that they're able to, um, add something to it. So like, it's fine if it has some, some, uh, nuances that are similar to bully. That's fine. Yeah. I have no problem with that, but you also need to add something different, something more. And right. it, it, I hope that whatever, whatever, if if it indeed has it, is more enough to be engaging and bring a lot of gamers into it, and um, to really like form that relationship you're looking for with you in the game. Like, like, yeah, this is this is what I wanted. This is exactly right. what I was looking for. What I wanted to play. Hopefully, it, hopefully, it has all of that. Yeah, I'm hoping the same, and and we'll see. But I don't, I don't know. I guess because I've been playing so many role playing games, I've, <clears throat> I guess I want more from them. Yeah. Now than ever. Yeah. Um. I can say I I know that the world isn't is hating CD Projekt Red right now. Oh, people uh, are. They're pissed. <laughs> um. Uh. So I will say that. I, I have been playing Cyberpunk on the Xbox Series X. And nice. I, it's been a genuinely good experience for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I I still feel bad that there are people out there that it, it, it is basically unplayable. The graphics are a little shit and everything. But uh, besides all that, if, if I'm looking from just my point of view, if I block out the rest of the world. Right. The game is the... The RPG is so well done. Like if you're looking for a like polarizing, like story grabbing, like game, 
it that's it right now that's 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 the one like i literally played a a, a like, mission that was so unbelievably sad right after the mission i just turned the game off <laughs> i was like <laughs> i like they hit me on such a real level it was so un it was it was it was bad i was like all right well i'm gonna this was cyberpunk yes yes there is a mission that did that and it was it's, it's... It's a side mission too. It wasn't it, even like a. It wasn't. It wasn't one of the main missions. It was a side mission. See now that that is what I like to hear. But it's funny that you say that because I read an um, article earlier today, and it said the exact opposite. They were just like, a cyberpunk isn't just like bad graphically for an other console. It's just boring. All of like the tear jerking moments just make you feel like it, it was not well written or it was just was just. They did it for no added effect. They said the game doesn't really hit emotionally. And I guess, Chris, you can say that that's not true. I disagree. I So, like, there are, there's a bunch of, like, there's a bunch of side quests I don't give a shit about. Like, they, were, they weren't great side quests. Right. But the, the one I'm referring to definitely hit the feels. Okay, well, no spoilers, considering I would yes. like to play it sometime, but I don't think it'll be this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, just be on, be on the lookout. You're you're on the lookout right now, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm on the lookout because I, I I showed you there's actually a bunch of them in our area for some weird reason, and uh, I actually stopped at it because I, I showed my brother that there was a bunch of like Target. And there was also um, Best Buy uh, had some too, and in Target I was like, oh look, there's plenty at the Target. So today I was just doing a little bit of Christmas shopping, and this is obviously after Christmas when we're gonna post this. We'll post it on Christmas. I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> I went into Target to do some Christmas shopping, and I was just like, huh, I wonder if they're here. When I walk in the door, the very first sign is, we ain't got no Xbox, we ain't got no PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> that is hysterical. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty admin about that at this point. They're like, yeah, we, we're all out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, we have none, but it, it's fine. It, it's I am in no rush to buy that in any capacity, but... But I do agree that I think that we need games, that, especially RPGs that are like actually tying. And I'm talking about RPGs. And it, well, I'm talking about RPGs where you can like make the decision. I'm not talking about like um, uh, linear games. I'm not talking about linear role-playing games mm -hmm. where you're you're going from one level to another. And this is the way. Like Last of Us is a linear role-playing game. Right. Great. Tells a great story. However, you're not really making a whole lot of decisions there. Right. Where, right. Whereas you have Cyberpunk, you have Mass Effect, you have Fallout, you have the Dragon Age series, you have the Final Fantasy series. Well, Final Fantasy is a linear one, I would say. Um, Skyrim, linear, yeah. it is pretty linear. Uh, Skyrim and all those games where you're actually making decisions that change the outcome of the direction you go. And some people would disagree with Final Fantasy, but I'm like, you can disagree as much as you want. I don't care. Um, those games... You can start like seeing that they're adding those emotional things, mm -hmm. like Mass Mass Effect being another being an example of that, and now Cyberpunk. We need to start going towards that where a role playing game can actually make you feel all range of emotions and not just oh this is what I'm doing. Let me run over here and do a quest. Let me go ahead and grind this out. Yeah, you know what? There's another game I would recommend to you um, if you're looking yep. for that. Um, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds did a really good job I of that. I have that on my list. It's literally the next game I'm supposed to play. Actually, I started that before I was like, I need to finish the Assassin's Creed series first. Yeah. It, so, like, everyone that plays that game, it has, like, the, the way it ends, 
uh, it's going to be totally different for every yeah. everyone that plays it because there's there's several like big decisions you make and it it morphs the world depending on how you what you did um so yeah that that would be one um, maybe, I'll hop, maybe i'll hop back into it so before i before i leave my xbox for, for good um but yeah i think that is fantastic i think that we need to see more of that more of that in video games because in the assassin's creed odyssey which was the last one i played there was a moment in the dlc where i'm like oof Ooh, this actually is kind of getting rough. I feel bad right now. <laughs> and, and not like in a murderous way, but they, these things in life do happen. And there's nothing you can do when they do happen. I actually felt legitimately, I was like, I need to go and like wipe this tear away from my eye. Yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely how I felt with that mission with Cyberpunk. I was like, all right, let me, let me take a break. <laughs> yeah. Got off uh, shortly after. Because, um, well, it's actually, it's actually not a spoiler alert considering it, it happens. Like, it's really not a spoiler alert considering you you know you're going to be going to the underworld. So you're in the underworld and, like, a girl's getting ready to pass over. Like, uh, she's getting ready to cross the River Styx so she can uh, be in her uh, Elysium. And, um, she was, and she was asking the main character, in this case, Cassandra, she was just like, but will I be able to make friends there? And I'm like, Ugh. Oh, <laughs> oh god right i was like don't no don't don't pull them strings (laughs) yeah yeah that's 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 real sad (laughs) all right on that note chris (laughs) yeah we'll send this (laughs) for the day (laughs) go ahead and sign us off brother all right hey thanks for coming and listening to us uh again we're uninformed gamers i'm chameleon i'm darkness tiger and uh we appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to us. Um, we are going to be trying some new podcasting software out our next episode. So hopefully the audio starts coming through a little bit better and we're able to get a little bit more control. Um, but we hope to give that a shot and we'll uh, take it from there. Um, I on YouTube just uh, put a new video out if you want to go check that out. Um, it's just really uh, me talking about... Um, my experience so far with the Xbox Series X. So it's just like my thoughts after about a month of use. Um, so yeah, if you search me on uh, YouTube, Chameleon Games, and you'll find my channel. And if you search us on Twitter at Uninformed Gamers, you can see our many dumb tweets like we retweeted a carp. And I don't know why we did that. <laughs> why not? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, so be sure to make sure you continue following us, like and subscribe to the places that you listen to, and let us know your thoughts because we're just here having a conversation about just random stuff that we think is funny and worth talking about. Uh, and we do a lot; we think a lot of stuff is funny. Uh, but if you want to hear something, how are we supposed to know that if you don't speak out? So, on that note, we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. <laughs>